Hey everyone, welcome back to Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things discuss. romantic with Caitlin. Discuss. That's what no, I said. you said discuss. I don't know what you said. You didn't say discuss. Fuck you. <laughs> discuss all things romantic with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. Mads is not here. Um, I love her dearly, but uh, you know what? Screw her, man. She's sitting. She's on having beach too much Miami. fun. Actually. Actually, I'm pretty sure tonight she's going to, like, a tequila bar. Like, she sent me... And then she sent me the menu. That's jealous. Yeah. Isn't that... That's... I was gonna say. I was like, come on. I'm not there already. And you're like, oh, here's the menu for this dope-ass tequila bar. Bitch. Oh, yeah. I mean, have a great time, obviously. But, like, bitch. Anyways. So, um, this is our 99th episode uh, going through the Akatar series. Nine-nine! Guys, she I was really doing... She was, she was doing really... that before the episode. Just so you guys I really know. Hope, like we have a decent amount of our listeners watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? Like I feel like they've sent us a lot of memes from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like for the Akatar crossover. I have never watched it. Akatar Nine-Nine memes. Dude, okay. If, if you, like, you'll like it. I can tell you right now with certainty you'll like it. Okay. I don't know what streaming service it's on I now. Think it's on though, Hulu. It's like one of is those- it on Hulu or is it on Peacock? I don't know. It's one of those that like hops, you know, like some things you have to like follow where they go on streaming services. I really don't know. You should watch it though because it's fucking funny. Anyways, so uh, today we're going to do chapters 14 and 15 of A Court of Silver Flames. Um, As always, we curse, we spoil things, you know, like we talk about whatever the fuck we want. Like just just be prepared, you know? All right. Um, So recap, I got to do this because Mads isn't here. Um, Right. Okay. So last time, um, guys, it happened. Okay. I was like, what? Nesta's training. Nesta's training, finally. Nesta's training at the House of Wind. Because you know what was at the house all along, guys? A fucking training ground. Like an entire training arena thing. So she's not training in front of people anymore because she knows she sucks. And she doesn't want to make a fool of herself. Like, very understandable. I just can't. How did it take that long? Um, But they make a bargain. Um, that basically Nesta has to train for an hour and Cassian in his desperation really to get her to do it was like, you get a favor. Yeah. No parameters. Just you get a favor. And then to make it better, she actually trained for two hours. Um, but her training, um, her training was not what she expected. Let's put it that way. Uh, think yoga, stretching, just the basic like body mechanics, uh, a lot of body weight, uh, everything like that. And as like Caitlin and I kind of talked about, like, you have to start at the basics before you can move on and she really uh was taken aback by that to say the least um and then she ran into Gwen in the library and uh we're starting to see the budding friendship here because she saves Gwen's ass uh Gwen works for Meryl who while being more gorgeous than more which is crazy to me um she's a little persnickety let's call it that that she's got some interesting um research but uh she's a little bit difficult to work for and uh Nesta really, really saves Gwen there. I would honestly... And then she gets... I would love to get the story behind Sony's priestesses. Like, I know they're, like, horrible and yeah. awful, but I really do want to understand yeah. them. Yes, yes. And uh, Meryl's definitely yes. one that, like, as we kind of discussed next, last week, uh, without going into too much detail, uh, I don't think we, like, we're gonna see more of her. I, I'm willing yeah. to bet. Um. But that's, uh, that's, that's basically it. Uh, she got back to the house and the house, you know, made sure she was fed before she passed the fuck out. So chapter 14, we start with, um, so Cassian's kind of waiting in the ring for her. Um, and he notes that like Nessa hadn't come to dinner and she hadn't come to, uh, breakfast. Um, but 
he knew that because she had been passed out. And so what he did was he went to go check on her. And of the Aww. funny thing is, though, the house wanted to show him, like, what she ate. So he literally, so the house literally put the dishes outside her door. Be like, look, she ate. Look, look what I did for her. And then, like, as soon as he's like, as soon as he notes, he goes, good work. It goes away. Like... And he's like, he's like, he made a mental note to ask Reese about it later, whether the house was sent, like, uh, aware, Sentient. yeah, aware. He never heard his high lord mention it in five centuries. And he's like, considering the filthy things he'd done in his bedroom, his bathroom, fuck, in so many places of the rooms here, the idea of the house watching him, cauldron boil him alive. I love, though, that he literally says out loud, like, good job. And then it's almost like as an afterthought, like, wait. The fuck? Fuck, who am I talking to? It's like the whole thing with Nesta talking to it, too. She's like, oh, gosh. Well, and the fact that they let her keep going. Yeah. Where she'll say, like, oh, the house did this. Oh, thanks. that I thanked the house and it gave me this. And, like, As and Cassian both, you know, in their heads are like, the fuck? But, like, they don't say anything. They just let her go. Which I appreciate. I appreciate. So, like, Cassian lets Nesta sleep through breakfast, and he's, like, giving her a little bit more time because she is not – she is late to practice. And then next thing you know, he hears some scraping of boots and muffled cursing. Turns out Nesta is just too fucking sore to even (laughs) move, so she is slowly making her way. It is not because she didn't want to do it on time. It is because she is so goddamn sore – that she cannot move at a fast pace. So, so I'm like, telling you right now, like this shit cracks me up. Yeah. And like with his hearing, he could hear the entire struggle of her up the stairs. Yeah. That is just that is awful. Like we've all been there. Whether you like you know you ha- you agreed with your buddy to like train together, or you were on a sports yes. team, or run in a race. And it's already bad enough if you're sore or you're having a rough day. And then when people are there to witness it, just no. I remember vividly this one time. My coach made us run. My cross-country coach made us run stadiums. And we had to fucking run stadiums. And literally, I think I was sore for three days afterwards. Because not only did we do the stadiums, then we had to do, like, the next day. Like, we didn't have, like, necessarily an easy day. So we did, like, an easy run. A.K. we went like on a four or five mm-hmm. mile run, and literally I could I, I fully understand her pain. Like I I literally could mm-hmm. not move, and I had to go all up and down school oh, yeah. and like trying to get up those stairs in school. I was like, I'm, this is not happening. Like I can't do this. Yeah. So at least he kind of takes oh, pity does. on her, where he's like, okay, he stress. does. He's like, I I should have realized that you'd be too sore to move. And Nessa's like, I got up here. That's that's all that matters. And he goes, true. Um, I'll count that as part of your warm up. Let's get those muscles in your legs like loosened. And she's like, okay. So I love how he's like, oh, okay, that's nice. It's part of your warm up. And she's just like, she's like, fuck you. Really? Like, she, she like, Caskin's like, get into position and she does it. So they do two hours of training. And all of a sudden she's like laying on her back, of course. And um, she asks Cassian and he goes, when do I stop being sore? He's like, never. She goes, never? He goes, well, it gets better. And um, Cassian then, like, kind of asks the stretcher, which I can tell you from a personal standpoint, this is legitimately one of my favorite stretches, and I am sad that I don't have anybody to do them with on a consistent basis. It's, like, where they, like, just lift your leg up and, like, just push it farther. 
Oh, the hand, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, so. I, I make Ian do this yeah. for me quite often, but he always, like, thinks it's to hilarious it when I'm having a rough time. Well, he'll, like, be, like, this may be too. <laughs> There'll be times where I'm, like, I can't get it back further, and he'll be, like, I know for a fact it can go <laughs> further. And then I start laughing, and, like, it's not great when you're stretching to, like, literally be in yes. tears laughing. Um, so yeah, I have to, yeah. I've tried to do it with the band where you, have yeah, you done and you do you want to know what happened? I was going to say, I don't do it anymore because did yes. you have it smack you in the face? Because mine smacked me in the I face. Yeah. Yes. I had like literally a welt yes. across it my jaw. literally okay. across the top of my face. I was like, nope, never yep. again. Glad it's not just me. It literally cool. came off and I was like, this is never happening again. Um, but like, <laughs> so he goes, um, the tightness in her thigh was considerable enough that she stopped thinking about his callous, warm hands against her bare ankle and about he knelt between her legs. So close, she turned her head away to stare at the red rock of the wall, which, you know, they keep ignoring these. I don't, I don't care how tight my hamstring is. I don't think I'd be mm-hmm. able to ignore that. I'm nope. just throwing it out there. Not in the slightest. Um, and so he's just like, he's just like, keeps telling her, like, we're going to keep doing this, like, Again, again, he goes, the soreness doesn't get easier, though I have plenty of days when I can barely walk at the end. And after a battle, I need a week to recover from that alone. And Nessa goes, I know. I mean, I saw you in the war. And, like, she flashes back to, like, all the horrible things she's seen with him. Like, his guts hanging out, saw him in the sky, death racing at him until she screamed for him, saved him, saw him on the ground, broken and bleeding, the king of Highburn about to kill them both. And Cassian, like, realizes that he, like, she definitely realizes that, like, Cassian knows what she's talking about. She goes, I'm a soldier, Nesta. It's part of my duties, part of who I am. And then, so then all of a sudden, like, then they, of course, flip back, kind of, like, ignore that. Um, And he goes, the more stretching you do, the more mobility you gain. And he goes, you are nimble on your feet. And she goes, I took dancing lessons as a girl, which this helps later on, as everyone will see. It was really because we weren't always poor until I was 14. My father was rich as a king. They called him Prince of Merchants. And he goes, and were you his princess? He goes, and ice crackled through her. No, Elaine was her was his princess. Even Pharaoh was more his princess than I ever was. And he goes, what were you? I was my mother's creature. And Cassian goes, what was she like? A worse version of me. And like. Being Nesta, she ignores it. She's like, I don't want to have this conversation anymore. We're not going to do this. Then she asks kind of what happens What happens in the Sangrava, um, the priestesses, which is where, as we know, where Gwen's from. And all of a sudden he goes like still. And he goes, why? And he goes, what happened? Hybern was looking for the cauldron back then for the pieces of its feet. One was hidden at the temple um, in Sangrava, its power used to feel used used to fuel its priestess's gifts for millennial. Hybern found out and sent a unit of their deadliest and cruelest warriors to retrieve it. Cold rage filled his face. They slaughtered most of the priestesses for sport and raped any that they found to their liking. And all of a sudden, like horror, icy and deep, sliced through her. Gwen had, and he goes, "You met one of them in the library," and she, of course, says yes. He goes, I heard that Moore brought one in. Azrael was the one who made it out there at first, and he killed any of the Hybern soldiers left. But by that point, I don't know what became of the other survivors, but I'm glad one wound up here, safe, I mean, with the people who understand and wish to help. And Nessa goes, so am I. She goes, they don't hurt. And so then, like, of course, 
switch back to it. He goes, they don't hurt as much as she like looks out on her legs. He goes, uh, stretching. No, uh, never forget the stretching, which I literally can tell you every single fucking day. I forget the stretching. I actually had to, I had to call, yeah. um, call one of my friends because I like, I fucked up my shoulder somehow. And I'm literally like, I, what can I do to stretch my shoulder and give me mobility exercises? Because I literally cannot lift my arm above my head right now. And yeah, it's because I don't stretch before I, 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 I'm, I was going to say, I can't judge you. I, I literally hate it. About it's such a, it's, I'm trying to be better about it and I'm, no, I'm I trash. literally, it's one of those things where like, it's like core of like at the end of the workout, I'm so exhausted. I'm like, Oh, I'll do it when I get home. <laughs> no, you best believe my ass is in the shower and yep. then in bed. Um, I like, I've, I've really taken to, I stretch in the shower a lot, to be honest. That's weird. I mean, I it, I guess it like, it helps loosen the muscles. I, I work out at uh, home though. Cause I have all my weights yeah. and then the tread and the bike. So like, I literally like hop off, do some tre- stretch sometimes, not really. <laughs> and then I get in the shower and with the hot water, I'm like, Oh, this is ideal. And then I stretch, but I, I don't, to be clear, I'm not endorsing that. Please stretch. stretch. <laughs> yeah. I walk them. I walk them for stretch. the gym and I consider that my stretch. Um, Okay, so after all that, we now flip to the spring court. And I find this... <laughs> I want it known. I want it known I called this. In an inadvertent way, I called this. That's all I have <laughs> okay. to say for now. Go so ahead. the spring court, it's so funny because here is this great warrior that Cassian is, one of the best generals the Illyrians have ever had, and he is fucking dying at the spring court. He is itching all he wants to do is literally crawl out of his skin and reese is like stop itching he goes i can't help if this place makes my skin crawl he goes the pharaoh the fear general felled by seasonal allergies like literally cassie is fucking dying in the spring court which i totally understand that i'm not gonna lie you were literally dying yes. of allergies before my we started face recording. i can tell you so i have a like my face like i get super allergic to like I love the rain and everything, but it rains like a decent amount. I get started getting allergic to the mold and literally my entire face, I like, I cannot handle it. Like everything hurts on my face. And Cassian is just like, if I could just crawl out of my skin, like I would be like, I'd peel my skin off right now if it stopped the itching. And all of a sudden you hear there's a sight that I'd like to see and quickly turn around. Guess who it is? It's not who you expected. My homeboy. Yep, it's Eris. Don't come at me, guys. We, there's more to learn here. We get hints in this chapter. Like, yes. don't come at me for liking him for right now. Okay, I don't know what it is, but I am. I am very much rooting for him I, for like a redemption arc. We'll I see. realize we'll something see. too. All once we get to this section, I kind of like realize something. But also, again, I just want to make it clear for anyone that hasn't like maybe skipped those episodes when we did theories. For Silver Flames. I'm pretty sure that's when I said it. Or was it just in an earlier episode when I was like, do, like, allergies have to be a thing in the spring court? I don't remember. All I know is I brought it up that, like, I guarantee there's some people that get allergies. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to be in the spring yeah. court because of the allergies. And I was like, I know. Don't tell me Haifei don't have allergies sometimes. And then this scene. I remember texting you. I think you, you definitely did. When yeah. I was reading this. I- I was like, I literally feel like, if I recall, it was like, Cassie, it has allergies. <laughs> which at that point, it was like 3.30 in the morning. So, like. I'm sure you probably ignored it. And yeah. I was probably like, I don't know if I even spelled allergies <laughs> right at that point. Like, yes. We'll see. But. Nope. I definitely agree. And so, so like, Eris is like, I only have a few minutes. And Cassian's kind of pissed. He's like, so out with it. And he goes, I'm sure you reported my offer to Reese Ann. And Reese is like, yep. He goes, I don't appreciate the threats. 
but Eris was like, I wanted to make myself clear. Um, and Cassian's kind of getting annoyed because, you know, like, one more minute here. Eris. Cassian's literally just like, just get it done with. I'm itching. Like, he, he just needs to leave. He's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Um, and Eris is kind of like, we're wasting information on, ga- like, racing time on gathering information. Because that's where, of course, um, as is. Um, regardless mm-hmm. of the Death Lord pulling their strings, if the human queens attend to be a throne, a thorn in our sides, we could simply deal with them now. All of them. My father would be forced to abandon his plans, and I'm sure you could invent some reason that has nothing to do with me or what I've told you um, to excuse their removal. And Cassian's like, you want us to kill... I love... That's... Is he insane? Yeah. Sorry, like... That's not an easy No, you fix. literally just... How many... How many... That would have so many, many ramifications. Like, many are there left that you literally would just have to go slaughter? There's four? Four! Yeah, you have to go... I'm pretty sure there's... I think it's four. Wait. Yeah, it's four, because you wouldn't kill Vasa, because yeah. she's the fifth, You literally would have to go slaughter four queens, like... Cursed. I feel like that'd be a little... No big deal. Yeah, Nobody would like notice. a little obvious. Nobody would notice. Um, and Reese is like, only if we're sloppy. And Cassian, like, turns to him, and he's like, God. no. Like, Cassian may not be the political person, but he also understands the killing of four queens, like, kind of a big fucking deal there. Yeah. Um, and Reese is kind of like, half kidding. Tempting as it may be to take the easy way out, I agree with my brother. It's a simple solution to our current problems and to thwarting your father, but it would create conflict far greater than anything we're anticipating, which is true. And Eris is, and he's like, you know that already. Mm-hmm. And Eris is like, yeah, kind of. Um, Fair. Yeah, and Reese <laughs> is like trying to toil out, like, why does Baron want war? And he goes, because he's a piece yes. of shit. He's like, Sorry, that's that literally it. He's like, he wants the he wants the borders. Um, he goes, who says he wants the land on the continent? And he goes, Baron knows another like so. He doesn't necessarily like he wants he doesn't want the land. I think there's something within the land that he wants, right? I think that's what it is. Um, what? Well, because like who says like Ayers is like who says he wants the land on the continent? Um. Oh yeah, it's basically resources. like. Eris is, yeah, Eris, well, that and Eris is trying to make it clear, like, Baron wants war with the continent, too, because it would just yeah. put everyone in disarray, and Baron would basically take that yeah. opportunity to take more land in Perinthia, Yep. Including the human lands, because he's a piece yeah. of shit. Well, and then, like... In case you didn't already, anybody here yeah. was questioning, he's a yep. piece of shit. <laughs> and Reese is like, it's literally gonna wipe out pretty much a ton of fae. And then all of a sudden, Eris looked towards, like, listen to this, Eris looked toward the hills beyond, like... They're the, the, the kings of, like, switching the subject to got, try to get away from something. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Eris goes, they say a beast prowls these lands now, a beast with keen green eyes and golden fur. Some people think the beast has forgotten his other shape, so as long as he's spent in his monstrous form, and though he roams these lands, he does not see or care for the neglect he passes, the law- lawlessness, the vulnerability. Even his manner has fallen into disrepair, half-eaten by thorns, Though rumors fly that he himself destroyed it. So, I'm not gonna lie. I'm getting, like, Beauty and the Beast vibes from this. Like, I know, like... That like, part, 100%, yeah. 100% that description literally brings me to, like, Beast Castle and, like, him destroying it and being pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like, even the description of it kind of gives me, like, a Beast... Yeah. A Beast vibe. And, like, I understand that people have very, very uh, strong feelings on whether or not Tamwin deserves a redemption arc. We've kind of touched on it. 
if it's done right, okay. Um, but it better yeah. be done right. But like, this isn't even a, this isn't just about Tamlin's redemption here. Like he says, like there's uh neglect, yeah. lawlessness, vulnerability, like what is happening with the spring well, court and, and people? It, like the people there. Well, the, you know what I mean? The citizens. Yeah. And say. also think about it too. They don't have the wall up anymore, which like the wall, not the horrible thing, but you do have like, potentially like humans accidentally wandering into like the Feylands and stuff like that like yeah because aren't they like rebuilding yeah most of, they're trying, they're trying to rebuild yeah. it but like it's, it's just yeah. like there's so much recklessness going on in the spring court it's an easy target and if you have that like very the spring court goes that like everything like reese is obviously like trying it's a domino yeah. effect it's bad like eris and like eris knows that reese is trying to help her him like uh, mm-hmm. and it's just it's so weird um and Eris like so Eris finally says he's like I can delay my father from allying with Braylon and starting a war for a little while it was but like not forever um my father would think twice before standing of an ar- army of a superior size like superior strength and size so he knows that like yes he's gonna be dumb but also if everybody is kind of like united against him he's not gonna be doing it on his own and he won't do it um and Eris goes, they kind of drop some hints here, which again, we need we need more about fucking more. He goes, I told you years ago what I wanted, High Lord. And he goes, why? He goes, for, sa- for the same reason I left Morgana untouched at the border. And Cassian goes, you left her there mm-hmm. to suffer and die. And he goes, did I? Perhaps you should ask Morgana whether that is true. I think she finally knows the answer. And he goes, tell me when your shadow singer returns. And then he's gone. Dude, I... <clears throat> okay. Okay, you cannot deny that she was left yes. there, you know, hurt, uh, brutally yeah. hurt by her own family. But I just, I, I need the story. I need I the full fucking I'm... story. I need the full story because, like, I love more. Don't get me wrong. And we know she's been, um, no offense, toying with Az for 500 years. And she has her own secret that she doesn't feel quite comfortable coming, like, coming forward with to everyone a favor knows but that's okay and like whatever happened with Eris though I feel like it'll help more yes. to get it off her chest like whatever it is is not like there I don't know I feel like that's also part of the key to help more move on too but I think it's gonna play a role in Eris's redemption and I I like genuinely there's so many ways it could go and there's so many possibilities for what was going on and you do realize we're not gonna and and we're not gonna get answers i don't get a long ass time i was gonna say if i don't get answers at all i'm gonna write if i don't if i have to wait like crazy crazy long i may die yeah not to be dramatic but i may die just that's that's we're not gonna get answers for a long ass time so that's pretty much i know that's pretty much that um and so, like, all of a sudden, like, Cassian also notices that, like, Reese is, like, a thousand miles away. And he goes, what's wrong? And he goes, nothing. And Cassian's, like, liar. Which, yes, 100% we know he's lying. Um, and then we switch to Nesta. And Nesta can't sleep. So, you know, obviously she's going to go do the staircase. Which, great. She's going to do it. She's going to run. She hasn't seen Gwen out all day. And she's going to go do the staircase because she can't sleep um and she keeps going down um and then she comes back up and then she goes to her room 
And she's like, the house had dinner waiting on her desk along with a book. Apparently it had noted her request for a book the other day and deemed The Great War too dull. The title of this one was Subtly Smutty. And Nessa goes, I didn't know you had dirty taste. The house only responded, <laughs> the house only responded by running a bath. And Nessa goes, dinner, a bath, and a book. It's perfect. Thank you. The house said nothing, but when she stepped into her bathroom, she found that it wasn't an ordinary bath. The house had added an assortment of oils that smelled of rosemary and lavender. She breathed in heady, beautiful scent inside. This really sad. This is really sad. I think you might be my only friend, Nesta said, then groaned her way into the tub's welcoming warmth. The house was apparently so pleased by her words that as soon as she lay back, a tray appeared across the width of the tub, laden with a massive piece of chocolate cake. I mean, like, it's literally like, it's literally just like, okay, you're my friend now? Let me give you a giant ass tray of chocolate cake. I fucking love I love it so much. It's so I know, and I feel cute. so bad for her, though. This is such a flip, though. So we go from, like, cute, like, you know, hot bath with, like, oils and chocolate cake to the seventh level of the library was on Earth. Okay, so it's, it's like, what, All the right. seventh layer of hell? I'm <laughs> thinking, like, the divide. The, the right? Divide I'm like, <laughs> So, um... Nesta's on the sixth level and she's kind of like at the railing looking down. Because remember, my darling of darkness, Braxis, is no longer there. Um, Braxis was at the bottom, right? In the darkness. And that's like people, i.e. Cassian, fucking terrified. Um, but Braxis, you know, out living, living Braxis' best life. Love it. Um, but something's still down there, which is a little weird. It's always creepy. Um, Nesta's looking, right? And if you recall, she has reason to be scared because she was, um, her and Feyre were there when um, the Hyburns, yep. the Ravens, those creepy motherfuckers, the twins, came for him. So, like, she's got some trauma that she's still dealing with from the library. But what's weird is, so Braxis isn't down there, but she's staring. The darkness seemed to rise and fall like it was breathing. The hairs on her arms rose. The darkness remained. It pulsed. Tendrils of shadow drifting upward. So this darkness, whatever's still down there, it's, it's alive. <laughs> it's not fun. Nope. Like, what? And she's, like, freaking out. She can't remember what she came down for, what the books in her hands were. She's like, what the hell? And then it's, it's like, there was night and there was the darkness of extinguishing a candle. And then there was this. Not only the true absence of light, but, this is weird, a womb. The womb from which all life had come and would return. Neither good nor evil. Only dark, dark, dark. Already creepy enough. Let's add this. Dude, that is like... Her name drifted to her as if rising from the depths of some black ocean. I'd literally be gone. I would be gone. Goodbye. Right? Nesta... It slid along her bones, her blood. She had to pull back, pull away. The darkness pulsed, beckoning. So the darkness, again, she said it's neither good nor evil. It's just darkness. It's calling her name. It's beckoning her in. It's drawing her in. Thank God we hear a different. Nesta, this is Gwen. What are you doing? And Nesta, like, looked at her and then looked back at the darkness quick. But it was that. she's And she's like, what the fuck? But that thick, impenetrable black had vanished. 
Now it was just like yeah. normal murky darkness of being the seventh level. <sighs> Whatever was down there was gone. You fucking no. Mm-mm. And Gwen is like, uh, what'd you see? And Nessa's like, wait, what? I'm not crazy. Other people do this. Other people see things in darkness. Okay, okay. <coughs> and Gwen goes, some of the others do. They oh, say this, this literally is so creeps in the fuck out. Oh, they say the darkness has trailed them right <laughs> to their doors. No, no. no. No nope. thanks. Um, and Nessa just goes, she's like, she says she saw like pure darkness, the likes of which she had not seen since she'd been inside the cauldron. Interesting. And Gwen's like, mm, let's go higher. Um, and Nessa, of course, is like, I gotta shove these. And Gwen's like, leave it, leave it, we'll figure it out. Like, don't look behind you, keep walking. So they, so that she like kind of escorts her out and like with authority, nope. she's like put a hand on Nessa's back and like starts pushing her up the ramp. Don't look back. Where's your cart? Four. And so like she began to like twist her head to look over her shoulder and Gwen literally pinched her and was like murmuring, don't look back. Don't look behind. And Nessa's like, is it following? And Gwen's like, no, but I can feel something like a cat. Oh, small and clever and curious. It's watching. Nope. That's unsettling. But what I love is Nesta, if you're joking. <laughs> and Gwen literally reaches into her pocket and pulls out the blue stone. So most of the priestesses wear it on their head, right? On their hood. Hers, like, she keeps in her pocket. It flutters with light like the sun of a shallow sea. Hurry now. And they're, like, basically power walking to get to the fifth level. No other priestess is around. And Gwen just keeps going, keep going, keep going. The stone is glimmering. And they made another loop and they reached the fourth level. And as soon as they do, the sensation of something at their backs eased. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> nope. Um, so they got to her cart and Nessa's just like, oh, okay, what was that? And um, Gwen is like, oh, well, this is an invoking stone. It's similar to, this is cool. It's similar to the siphons that Illyrians wear, but... The siphons are for war, right? For their, they're for power, they're for action, you know. Um, and but the this like stone, it's the power of the mother that flows through it, so it's only used for healing and protection. So it shielded them. Part of me's like, where do I get one? That'd be nice. Um, and Nessa's like, okay, cool, whatever. I meant the darkness. Like Nessa's literally like, that's great and all, but like the darkness, stay focused. And so Gwen kind of like pauses and then she says, they say the being that dwelled down there is gone, but I believe some piece of it might have lingered or at the very least altered the darkness itself. Bitch, don't be putting the blame on my darling of darkness. Yeah, I know. You you gotta admit there's like some like maybe possibly. I mean, I can understand. But like, I I can understand. Maybe he was put there to protect him from that shit. Thank you. But still, now that he's gone, Either way. Either way, Nesta is like, mm, didn't feel like that. It felt older. And that's when Gwen kind of like, you know, raises her brows and is like, are, are you adept in such things? Literally just curious, though. I know that sounds like rude, but like she's not being condescending. She's literally just like, how do you know that? And N- <laughs> I love this. Nesta kind of goes, ah, and then stops and is like, wait, do you not know <laughs> who I am? Because she just, just, well, and I don't blame her. Is her story One that is ever- like, what yeah, happened to her and everything knows. Yeah. everybody knows yeah and so Gwen's like I know you are the high lord uh, high lady's sister that you slew the king of Hybern. I want this to be clear 
Elaine is the one that stabbed the King of Hybern straight through the throat, through the trachea, all the way out and out, you know? I, I'm i going to go ahead and say the King of Hybern wasn't going to recover from that. Like, I feel like yeah. Elaine killed him, and then Nesta just kind of took the yeah, head. Yeah, she, granted, she, Still she, badass. Yes. Still badass. That is true. But I, I know, like, I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, Elaine killed the King of Hybern, and then other people say, like, well, Nesta killed him, and I'm like... I, I, if anything, maybe a joint effort, but, like, I definitely feel like, and you know it's something if I'm saying it pro-Elaine. Like, I I, I give it to Elaine. I credit the kill to Elaine. Yeah. Just saying, Elaine gets the headshot if that's what we're I going agree. for. Um, but, and she's like, that you, like Lady Thera, uh, were once mortal, human. And so, like, she gets, like, the gist of it, but she doesn't know the details. So, Nesta actually talks about her experience, which is rare. Very, very rare. She goes, I was made by the cauldron at the King of Hybern's orders. And then Gwen's like, I don't know that was possible. Neither did we, Gwen. <laughs> Nobody we. did. Um, and so she talks again. She goes, my other sister, Lane, we were forced into the cauldron and turned high fae. And she swallows. It imparted some of itself to me. Bitch, you stole that shit. I all, I'm all for it, but you did not get imparted. It was not a gift. Elaine's was a gift. You stole and here we go, guys. Let's start the drinking game of how often. Like calls to like is what Jen's, uh, Gwen says. I feel as though we may hear that phrase again. Just, oh, just possibly. Maybe multiple uh, maybe. times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then Gwen's just like, uh, let's not go down to level six again. Because it's not like she's, I think Gwen's kind of understanding that like whatever's down there is different. And it definitely had an impact on Nesta. So she's just like. Tell Clotho, like, you know, like, we'll figure it out. And she's like, I don't want to wish what, I don't want, I don't wish to learn what might come crawling out of that darkness if you, cauldron maid, fear it. Especially if it's drawn to you. Fair. Fair. And so, again, Gwen, like, Gwen, they start talking about, like, Ness is like, I'm not a warrior. And Gwen's like, you slew the King of Hybern with the Shadow Singer's knife. No! As gave his knife to Elaine, who killed the King of Hybern. And then Nesta finished the job. I don't, I, I don't like, I don't like it. Nesta literally ripped yeah, his head off. Yeah, she literally sawed but... the head off. But I'm pretty sure he was, like, if not, like, he was Already on dead. death's he was door. Gone. He was, like, going. So, like, meh. Nesta just got him. Yeah, and she, like, Nesta's just, like, luck and rage. And then, like, you remember she had promised to kill him. Um, and then there's a priestess kind of shuffles away from them quickly and we learn her name is Riven and that she'd been there for 80 years and whatever happened to her, she still can't, like, she's still terrified at contact with strangers. 80 years. So it kind of reminds, yeah, like, this is truly a place of solace for people that have gone through absolute terrors. Um, and so... It's, it's kind of like a solemn reminder for Nesta. And then uh, Gwen is like, oh, by the way, I meant to find you because I'm in your debt for the whole Meryl thing. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine, you know. And then that's when Gwen's like, wait, what's wrong with your leg? And Nesta tells her about her training with Cassian up at the house. So um, she talks about, like, it's, uh, you know, to help me curb my behavior. And, of course, Gwen's like, why do you need to do that? And Nesta just kind of skips over it. She's like, it's a long story. Just ignore it. Um yeah, we're not going to yeah, talk about and it. And Gwen just asks more questions. She's like, what kind of training? Is it combat? What are you doing? And Nesta's just like, it's a lot of balancing and stretching. And Gwen's like, and that 
that that hurts your legs and Nesta's just like I was really out of shape and Gwen's like huh okay but like Gwen seems kind of interested by it so that's kind of cool and um so they just say goodbye but before they do uh Nesta goes why don't you wear that stone on your head like the others and Gwen just pockets it and goes because I don't deserve to which is kind of sad yeah um insane okay so we're back to uh training and let let i'll let you guess what are we doing doing more like stretches and easy exercises and balancing and of course nesta is pissed because i would be pissed is this really all we'll be doing balancing and stretching cassian so long as you keep having shit balance yes all right then just just casual I don't fall that often. I feel like if you have to specify, <laughs> you might have balance issues. Well, can I just say I'm a little clumsy myself? No, no way. So, really. I, mean, I understand where she's coming from. <laughs> My friends literally pulled up a picture. So, like, a big thing that, like, we do in this area, we go to beach week after, like, our senior year of mm-hmm. high school. So, we all, like, rent houses down at the beach. And we all and they literally pulled up a picture of me eating shit and supposed to be like, you know, the cute jumping pictures. Nope. My ass is literally, lo- I like look like I'm just about to be taken out. Like I am in full on, I'm not like, surprised. it is not, I it is cute. literally not cute. But I'm not surprised. No, that picture, she is like, she's like, I really wish we had a, like, cause I literally just remember ending up flat on my ass. Again, it was supposed to be super cute jumping picture. Nope. Caitlin fully ruins it. <laughs> And it's not like we could take it again. It's literally like on like one of the disposable cameras. Oh, like, no. like, yep. Oh no, like, that makes it better. I wish we had a live photo. Just keep it. Dude, I literally my bathing suit bottoms look like they're about to fall off. That's how like that's how bad it is. <laughs> that's funny. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, so uh Cassian just kind of like breaks breaks down her balance issues. Um it's she keeps leaning to her right, she favors her right leg. Um, and he's like, until you do something, I don't care how nimble, like you are on your feet, you've got to fix, you've got to center your balance. Like we're not doing anything else. Like you're just going to injure yourself. And she just puffs out of breath. Uh, she's doing another squat, her right leg sweeping up behind her. She ducked low. So she's doing a curtsy, a uh, curtsy lunge. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> she's, she keeps going, she keeps going. And this is what's funny. How many curtsies had she practiced under her mother's sharp eye? She'd forgotten they were this demanding. Yeah, they are. And I love this. If you're going to try to come at Cassian, maybe don't do that when he's the Journal of War. Don't come for him for his physicality. I'm just saying. She goes, like, you stand so perfectly without missing a beat. He goes, I do. Unflinching arrogance laced every word. I've been training since I was a child. I never even had the (laughs) chance to stand in correctly. You've been doing it wrong for 25 years. Catherine's like, I've been doing this for 500 years correctly. Right. Suck it. And so she's like, do you even enjoy this? And he says, two more squats and I'll tell you. So she gets through them. And Cassian's like, get some water. Like, they're in, literally, there's no shade. The sun is all over them. And she's like, I don't need you to tell me when, when I need a drink. And he's just <laughs> like, fine, go ahead and faint. Like, they bicker like an old married couple. I fucking love it. She literally just stares him down and then drinks the water. And she goes... <laughs> It's like to stop her head spinning, she told herself, not because, you know, he had said to. Yeah. And so this is where we get um more of Cassian's story. 
and it's rough. So Cassian says, I was born to an unwed female in a settlement that makes Windhaven look like a tolerant, welcoming paradise. Oof. That's, that's Ooh, rough. That's rough. She was shunned for bearing a child out of wedlock and forced to give birth to me alone in a tent in the dead of winter. And like, this is where Nesta's like, oh, fuck. Because she always has made jokes about him being quote unquote lowborn. Like she's always prodded that like yeah. issue he has. Nessa just Nessa just knows where to mm-hmm. hit. And she did not realize that. how cruel she was being till yeah. now. Yes. Um What of your father? And he just kind of lets out a cold laugh. Do you mean the piece of shit who forced himself on her and then went back to his wife and family? There were no consequences for him. To which Nesta, there never are. And Thomas's flat, uh, face flashes before her. Of course. And Cassian goes, there are here. He gestures to the city. Reese changed the walls here in the night court and in Illyria. But it still requires the survivor to come forward. And in places like Illyria... They make life a living hell for any female who does. They deem it a betrayal. And Nesta has my response. That's fucking outrageous. I added the fucking, but it needed to be yep. said. <laughs> um, we're all fae. Forget the high, le- high fae or the lesser fae bullshit. We're all immortal or close to it. Change comes slowly for us. What humans accomplish in decades takes us centuries. Longer if you live in Illyria. And she's like, then why do you bother with them? Because I felt like hell to prove my worth to them. To prove that my mother brought some good into this world. And Nesta goes, where is she now? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is just so heartbreaking. Yeah. His eyes shuddered in a way she had not witnessed before. I was taken away from her when I was three. Thrown out into the snow. And in her so-called disgraced state, she became prey to other monsters. She did their backbreaking labor until she died. Alone in... His throat worked. I was at Windhaven by then. I wasn't strong enough to return to help her, to bring her somewhere safe. Reese wasn't yet High Lord, and none of us could do anything. Oh, that's so sad. And that's when Cassian kind of shakes himself out of the memory. It's a story for another time. But what I mean to try to explain is that through it all, through every awful thing, the training centered me, guided me. When I had a shit day... When I was spat on or pummeled or shunned, when I led armies and lost good warriors, when Reese was taken by Amarantha, through all of that, the training remained. You said the other day the breathing helped you. It helps me too. It helped Feyre. And she can literally, with every word, he's building a wall. He's building, he's putting a wall up. And he's like, as if, or she goes, as if he wanted for her uh, to rip it down, rip him down. Make of that what you will, but it's true. So... She uh, she feels some shame because she realizes that level of defensiveness that he just built up a wall that quickly from, like, letting her in, she did that. Her constant, yeah. you're, like, a bastard, you're lowborn, things like yep. that, and how she's acted towards him, the heaviness of the shame weighed on her, started gnawing on her insides. And so she kind of, a little bit of an olive branch, show me another set of movements. That's fair. And then we're back at the house after training. And I love the house. <laughs> the house had a taste for romance novels. Don't we all? Don't we all? Um, 
And again, Nesta is all of us. Nesta stayed up later than she should have to finish the one it had left the day before. And when she returned to her room that evening, another was waiting. All of us have been here. All of us have been here. You know, you start reading, you can't put it down. Smut's so good. And you look over and it's like four or five in the morning. All of us yeah, and you're just like, yeah, fuck. you're literally, what is that? Yeah. Uh, oh, I fucked up. I fucked yeah, up. I fucked up. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yep. Um, and she's like, this is funny because I do wonder. She picks up the book and she's like, don't tell me you somehow read these. I don't know. That's a good point. Like, how does the, how does the house know which ones to give her? Yeah, exactly. How does, is, I don't know. Maybe. How does the house know? Maybe, to- like. If it's in the library, it just automatically like absorbs the story because it's like yeah, part of maybe it. she. It's like osmosis. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Book osmosis. That's the thing. Yeah, I wish it was a thing. That makes sense to me. I think so. Um, would have saved. Would have saved me a lot in college. Yeah, yeah. Knowing our luck, it would not work with like textbooks. Mm, that's true. It's too good to be true. Um, and so in response, though, just two more books. Uh, thumped on the surface she took a quick look each one utterly filthy love it and Nesta just kind of laughs and goes it must get awfully dull up here a third book appears and Nesta this is the first the first time in a long time she gives a full true belly deep laugh like she actually laughs and it's been forever and not only has it been you're thinking like oh it's been since she's been high fate no guys she's trying to remember Maybe before her mother had died. That's how That's long. literally just devastating. She's 25. Her mother died, like, when she was, like, 14, right around there, I think. Like, 14, 15, 9 or 10 years. Yeah. 9 or 10 years since she had a true deep, like, you know what I'm saying. That type of laugh. You know that laugh. Like, those the good mm, laughs. Those are yes. good, yeah. Um, And she's, like, she looks at her desk, no dinner tonight. The house literally just opens her bedroom door. <laughs> And she's just like, no, no, it's, I've had enough. I've had enough because she's like, dude, like she's still shamed. Like she's still ashamed because she can't stop thinking about how he put like that wall up and she didn't even have to say a word. He just anticipated her being a bitch. Yeah. And the fact that like she can't come to terms with the fact that he truly thought that she might mock him about his mother and like that pain. Yeah. That's bad. That's, that's when you know you've been a little mean. Um, that's when you know you fucked up. Yeah. I'd rather stay here. The door opens wider. And she <laughs> sighs. Her belly's grumbling. She's like, you're you're as much a busybody as the rest of them. And she goes to the dining room. Uh, Cassie and Zumi one there. And uh, she notices that the son is gilding his black hair in golds and reds. Mm, God damn, I, I fucking love Cassie so fucking much. Shining through his beautiful wings. For a heartbeat, she understood Feyre's urge to paint things. To capture sights like this, preserve them forever. Oh, I like, that's like a line that's like, it's just thrown in there, but I I really appreciate that. And so he tries, he's like, you know what? I give Cassian credit. He's like, we're gonna, we're gonna talk like civilized people eating dinner together. So he's like, how was the library? Nothing tried to eat me today, so it was fine. (laughs) And of course she gets like roast pork and green beans appears before her. And he just, he's gone still because you don't casually just say that. Like, what? Yeah, it's it's not a normal. Yeah, it's conversation not a normal thing to, to say, up, especially for the library. Yeah, and he's like, something tried to eat you another day, and remember, he's fucking terrified of Braxis, so like you know, um, and she's like, well, it did get close enough to try, but that was the general impression I received. Like, I just imagine her just saying this so casually. 
Yeah. And he just blinks and his siphons start glowing. He's like, tell me. And so she tells him, like, and Nesta's like, wonders if she'd said something wrong. Because by his reaction, she thinks she shouldn't have said it. Like, she's worried she did something. Yeah. So she tells him and then she, like, talks about how, what Gwen had said and, like, all their, like, assistance. And, um... And we do find out, though, at the end of the day, she didn't see Gwen anymore, but there was a note on her card that said, just a friendly reminder to stay away from the lowest levels. That's so cute. Oh, um, She kept the course. note. She, kept, she balled it up and snorted, but then she kept it in her pocket. Oh, I love it. Uh, but Cassian's fucking pale. He's not moving. He's pale. He's probably hyperventilating, honestly. And yep. Nesta, <laughs> you saw Braxis once. <laughs> and he just breathes a few times his skin's literally green I know we should keep hunting for Braxis it's not a good thing that it's out in the world but I don't think I could endure encount- encountering it again let Braxis live its life please oh. so what was it like and he just looks at her my worst nightmares and I'm not talking about petty phobias I mean my deepest most primal fears I put some of the most vile monsters in the into the prison but these were monsters in every sense of the word it's i don't think anyone can understand unless they've seen it and then again he looks at her and she can tell he's bracing for her to like her venom to say something like yeah to yeah to say something yep and monster she was a monster the knowledge cut and sliced deep you're not a monster, Nesta. You're just a little rough around the edges. It's okay. You just, you need to figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, and, but she's trying to like, she's hoping to like, that she doesn't want to pry into his business just to hurt him. Like she's trying to make a good impression here. What manner of creatures did you put in the prison? And so he eats and she's like, oh, that's a good sign. At least he's eating. Um, and he's like, you know, you had a bunch of like things that you thought like in the, in the human world, you heard about all these monsters, like much worse. Much worse. Those stories are based on the truth, but think much worse. And so he's like, those stories you heard, they're based on ancient near primordial beings who existed here before the high face split into courts, before the high lords. Some call them the first gods. They were beings with with almost no physical form, but a keen, vicious intelligence. Humans and fae alike were their prey. Most were hunted down and driven into hiding or imprisonment ages ago, but some remained lurking in forgotten corners of the land. So what I find interesting um, is when we learn more and more about, like, the prison um, throughout this book and the people in it and, like, who put them away and how, is it almost sounds like some of them were, like, hunted down by Cassian recent as, you know, outside of the night court borders. Like, they were doing everyone a favor and, like, didn't tell anyone. Yep. Just want that known. Just point that out. So we find out that- when- Yeah, but can I- Yep. Mm-hmm. Can I also say something? Sure. I feel like they were doing it because they were bored. And they wanted something I mean, I to feel do. like that's I probably can... part of it. If there was no war, if you're I the high s- general, yeah. it is part of your job description, probably. And like, I as like, the yeah, spy. No, like, yeah, no, I feel like- I mean, they did this, like- Yes, they did this, like, it was a good thing. They were definitely, were like, we're keeping the world safe and everything- but I also feel like I see them, like, sitting around reading these books being like, yo, dude, listen to this. Like, let's do this. Almost like, let's like catch a, up. Like, like supernatural. I'm, yes. Where yes. they're like, okay, you see them, like, each time they're like, we've got a case. 
Yeah. 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 I that's literally, fair. that's kind of what I think about okay. them okay. doing. Yes. I think it's good that they did it, but I also feel like they would be the dumbasses to be like, yes, let's go do this. <laughs> let's, let's go do this. Let's go do it. Um, okay. So when Cassian was 300 years old, one of these like first gods appeared. It literally crawled out of the roots of a mountain, which is like fucked up. Um, yeah. So before he it's went like into the cracks, pri- <laughs> before he went into the prison and confinement weakened him, Lanthus could. This is so fucked up. Could turn into wind and rip the air from your lungs, or turn into rain and drown you on dry land. He nice. Could, ooh, he could peel your skin from your body with a few movements. Oof. He never revealed his true form, and so he he appeared at swirling mist. Um. To, to Cassian, and then we find out he actually fathered the uh, the bogey, the bo- the bog that we saw in Akatar that was in the Springland. Uh, the spring oh, yeah. Lanthus fathered them. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So, and he's a Cassian says those are mere shadows compared to Lanthus. And if you recall how like Lucian and Feyre were fucking terrified, and how creepy that creature was, and it was like a tough fight for Tamwin to take one of those down, and Lanthus fathered them. So <laughs> crazy. Great. Um, if there is such a thing as evil incarnate, it is him. He has no mercy, no sense of right or wrong. There is him and there is everyone else. And we are all his prey. His methods of killing are creative and slow. He feasts on fear and pain as much as the flesh itself. Ew. Wow. That's great. <clears throat> um, and her- I mean, no, it, no, no, yeah. Like, what do you like? Yep. It's great wonderful tortures you and eat you awesome cool yeah great. great combination right um and of course nessa's like how the fuck do you trap that like what how did you do this so uh there one remember how she had noticed when he was uh shirtless which all of us would take note to um he had like certain scars that she was like how the fuck do you scar that bad as a high fae so yeah. he he points to the scar like it's on his neck and it's like right beneath his ear there's a net uh there's a scar I quickly learned I could never beat him in combat or magic. Still have the scar here to prove it. So Lanthus did take a bit of him. Um, and this is clever. Very clever. So I used his arrogance against him. Flattered and taunted him into trapping himself in a mirror bound with ashwood. I bet him the mirror would contain him. And Lanthus bet wrong. Um, he got out of the mirror, of course. But by that time, I dumped his miserable self into the prison. So... Yep. Cassian literally had this whole strategy to get the guy into the mirror and then had to, like, race to the prison and just dump it in a cell. Do you think he would know there? (coughs) Well, Cassian can't winnow. I know, but, like, Reese did that. If Reese or where there, I hope so. I don't know. He could have flown, because it says he came out of the roots of a mountain, and the prison we know is on the island, and it's the mountain, but it might be the Soul Mountain, so I don't know how close he was. I mean, you're going going too deep I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. Sorry. And Nesta just lifts a brow and um, he cuts her a sharp smile once again, beating her to the punch because he expects her to say something. He goes, not just a brute after all. Which, like, funny, but not funny because, like, he's saying it before she can say it. And... I think it's funny. Yeah. Darkly funny, you know. So Nesta thinks, no, he wasn't, even though she'd said as much to him, but she'd never once believed it. 
So she literally was just saying it to be mean to him, we find out. Literally just out of spite. Yeah. Ugh. Um, And he was like, of all the occupants of the prison, Lanthus is the one I dread finding a way out. And she's like, can that happen? And he's like, I don't think so, thank the cauldron. That prison is inescapable. Unless you're Amran. Interesting. D- interesting concept here. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Nessa's like, nope, not talking about her, not even thinking about her. And she's like, so you said you put others in. Um, and he shrugged and he just like, she literally just shrugs like it was no big deal. Like, nah, no big deal. I, I saved everyone. No big deal. Um, so we get seven headed Lubia who made the mistake of surfacing from the caves of the deep ocean to prey on girls along the Western coast. Ew. Nice. Blue. I'm telling you, they, they're, they're literally like fucking the supernaturals and they're like, let's go do it. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Anise, who was a terror to behold, cobalt skin and iron claws, and like Lubia, a taste for female flesh. Lubia mm, at least swallowed her prey swiftly. Oh, that's Anise, nice. she, why, took, she took longer. Why are these all female flesh, just out of curiosity? I don't know. Like, we get know. fucked over so much. <laughs> it's so totally like, much. why do we have to get eaten so much? Yeah. Um, and he says Anise was like Lanthus in that regard. Like, she tortured and everything. And then he tucks the collar of his shirt down. And remember that, like, really, really bad one above his, like, left peck? That was Anise. Yes. Um, that's all that remains of it now. Uh, but Anise had shredded through my chest with those iron claws and was nearly at my heart when As, uh, intervened. And he that's goes, good. I like this. So I suppose her capture is shared between the two of us. And then there was, and he's just like going, he was about to like, just keep going. And yeah. she's like, nope, I'm done. I've heard enough. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Done. Um, and she's like, I don't know how you sleep. And he just kind of leans back. You learn to live with it. How to block the horse from your present thoughts. And then quietly, but they still work there in the back of your mind. And she's like, how the hell do you do that? How do you block thoughts? I, I need to learn how to do that. And so then he, his voice is quiet. He goes, the darkness in the library, do you think it reacted to you specifically? She doesn't say anything. So he goes, because of your powers? Immediately. I don't have any powers. And (laughs) then who left that handprint on the stairs? Oof. So he did now. And I like this. I like this. I don't know. Maybe Lucian. He's got fire. And he's like, "Mm." Lucian said, your fire is different. Your fire burns cold. You did this. <laughs> you did this. Um, and she goes, perhaps you should lock me up in that prison then. And he just kind of is like, I'm just asking you a question. Like, I'm not attacking. Like, you know. Yeah. And she's like, does it matter if I have powers? And he kind of looks and he shakes his head in a mixture of admiration and disgust. Because remember, like, she's not sure, like, still on customs. Like, because she's seen how... There are some high fae that treat like lesser fae. They call them like lesser fae or, you know, the fairies yep. differently. And like people can be a little shitty about like what your powers are. Yep. Even if your powers are kind of badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cassian just shakes his head. You might have been born human, but you're pure fairy answering questions with questions, evading an honest answer. <laughs> and she's just like, I don't know if you're complimenting me or not. And he's like, I'm not. I'm not. And he's like, the kind of powers you have aren't the sort that should hit, sit idly by. They need an outlet in training. And she's like, like bouncing and stretching. So he counters. We're in classic Nessian like battle right now. Yes. <laughs> so he counters. What happened with you and Omrin? She, she goes, why so many questions tonight? Because we're talking like normal people and I want to know about all of it. 
And Nesta gets up from the table. What does it matter to you? And he just goes, let's not retread old territory, Ness. If he starts saying Ness, you know he's in it to piss her off. He is literally... No. He, he like, he wants to piss her off. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She keeps walking towards the door and over her shoulder goes, I hadn't realized we'd moved beyond it. And he's like, bullshit. <laughs> Here's the part where you remind me everyone hates me and I leave. Cassian shot from his seat and blocked her, do- like, blocked her past the door in three strides. Mm-hmm. She'd forgotten how fast he was, how graceful despite his size. Again. Mm-hmm. Yep. It never mattered to me whether you took half the cauldron's power or a drop. It still doesn't matter. Oh, he's trying to make her see he doesn't care about the power. I know. And she just goes, why? Why do you even bother? His face, his features turned stark. Why did you stay at my side when we went up against the King of Hybrid during that last battle? Ooh. That's a good one. As if that were an answer. She couldn't bear it. This talk, the expression on his face. Because remember, she truly doesn't believe she deserves love, happiness, anything. Especially Cassian. We find out she literally knew there was a connection there. And she just was like, nope, don't deserve it. So here we go. And she... Because I was a stupid fool. And she shoves past him. He follows her into the hall. What is it you're afraid of? She just stops. I'm not afraid of anything. Liar. And she turns slowly. Let him see every bit of anger rippling through her. And his eyes literally gleamed in savage satisfaction. His siphons flared. His mouth twisted to the side in a crooked, mocking grin. Do you know how your eyes glow when your power rises to the surface? Like molten steel. Here we go, guys. Like silver fire. Dun, dun, dun. And that's when she... She realizes he'd done it on purpose, riled her to like this, like this to get her to show her hand. <coughs> she takes a step towards him. He holds his ground. She takes another step and another. He doesn't move. She's close enough that a heaving breath would have had her chest brushing his until she was burying her teeth at his still smirking face. He just surveys her, gazes into her eyes, and breathed, beautiful. Mm. I'm not going to lie. The last thing you want when someone, when you're so pissed off, mm-hmm. is someone to be like beautiful, and you're literally just like, I want to smack you across the face right now. Like, I see, I'm torn between I want to smack you across the face or I'm about to sink to my knees. I mean, I'm just had, saying. I've had a few fights. It like can go that. either way. Yeah, yeah, it can go either way. <laughs> um, and she's she lays a hand on his muscled chest, and he doesn't move. She pushes against the chest, backing him into the wall, his wings splaying on impact. He just stared and stared at her, marveling, hungry. Oh. You can't see it, guys, but I'm literally biting my fist right now. Like, oh. Yes. And here, oh my god, Cat, mm, Cassian. Nestia, Nestia, what? Nesta didn't, couldn't move as Cassian leaned to whisper in her ear. That's not what he whispered, guys. Sorry. Okay. The first time I saw that look on your face, you were still human. Still human, and I nearly went to my knees before you. His breath caressed the shell of her ear, and she couldn't stop her eyes from fluttering shut. His smile brushed against her temple. Your power is a song, and one I've waited a very, very long time to hear, Nesta. 
her back arched slightly at the way he said her name, the way oh. he said out the second syllable. So you know he was like Nesta. Like yep. you know like you know what I mean? Like he was imagining clamping his teeth down on other parts of her, but only her hand bridged their bodies. Only her hand. I love this. I love this. Now bunching up his shirt, his thundering heartbeat pulsing beneath it. She literally involuntarily is like clutching. Oh my god. Yeah. He lowered his face an inch and grazed the tip of his nose along her neck. Beneath her hand, his chest chest heaved upward as he inhaled a great, greedy breath of her scent. Fuck. And she, of course, is starting to pull away. Too far. She shouldn't have let her, uh, herself go this far with him, let him this close. Yet she couldn't withdraw, couldn't do anything but let him brush his nose over her neck again. The urge to press her body into his, to feel his warmth and hardness grinding into her, nearly overrode every rational thought. I, I'd be climbing him like a tree. I'm sorry. I, I openly admit it. I'd be climbing him like a tree, like no self-control. However, I love this. Cassian's hands remained at his sides, though, as if waiting for her to give her to give permission. All she had to do was just give one nod or yep. one indication and it would have been on. Nesta pulled her head back away just enough to see his features. She wasn't ready for this, guys. Her knees nearly wobbled at the desire blazing in them. Liquid, unrelenting desire all fixed upon her. She couldn't get a breath down as low, sensitive parts of her tightened and began throbbing. Her breasts became heavy and aching. His nostrils flared, scenting that too. Yep. She can smell it. Mm. But it's Nesta. She's still processing. She couldn't. She couldn't do this to him, to herself. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't. She began to withdraw her hand from his chest, but he slid his own atop it, rubbed his thumb over the back of her hand, and just that graze of callous flesh had her grinding her teeth, unable to think, unable to breathe. So, like, he sees her pulling away. He's not pushing it, because all he says is he, you know, he's rubbing his thumb over. Cassie whispered in her ear, do you know what I'm going to think of tonight? Guys, remember an earlier conversation where he talked about how, like, at night, you know, he uh, he pleasures himself. So, you yep. know what he's going for. Yep. A small sound must have come out of her because he grinned as he stepped to the side, let go of her hand. The absence of his warmth, his scent, was like a bucket of ice water. He smiled. Nothing but wickedness and challenge. I'm going to think of that look on your face. He took another step down the hall. I'm always thinking of that look on your face damn <laughs> mm. Mm. and obviously because i'm with her here and all we have to note mads is very very sad that she's missing yes. the first like smile we have to note that or she will kill us uh she realized what chapters we were doing and we instantly got barbarded with i'm sad i'm missing yeah. it uh, so she wanted us to all tell you that she's very sad she's missing this. Yeah, um, so I, I, I hope I've been doing um, doing her justice by uh, saying, like, going through this. We'll see. Okay. So, um, obviously, after that encounter, Nesta couldn't sleep. Like, bitch, did you really think you were going to? Yeah. No way. No like, way. Come not. on. Literally, the sheets shaped, strangled her, smothered her with their heat until sweat ran down her body. I'm always thinking of that look on your face. She can't stop. She cannot stop replaying this. Honestly, I don't blame her. Yeah. Nesta lay in the darkness, her breathing uneven, her body flushed and aching. She'd barely been able to focus on reading. She'd been tossing and turning for what felt like hours. I'm always thinking of that look on your face. 
She could see it. Cassian in his own bed, sprawled out like a dark king, gripping himself, pumping hard. Fucking hell, no wonder you can't sleep, bitch. You literally, there is not, you literally cannot get that image out of your head like that. Oh, with his wings slate? Oh, oh his yeah. hair? Oh, god damn. He just needs a haircut. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck right off. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you so hard. Get the fuck out. Dude, I can't Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. That is the worst thing you've said to me in quite a while. Fuck Dude, you. Dude, you know my feeling on his fuck hair. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Oh. You don't need to say it. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I do appreciate this because uh, remember how Cassie was like, oh God, has the house been watching me? Yeah. She, she kind of goes the same way. <laughs> she managed to whisper into the room, come back at dawn. She didn't know if the house obeyed, didn't find out if it understood why she wanted privacy as she traced her hand up her nightgown. The slide of silk against her skin, nearly unbearable. Ooh. What I love, too, is you know Cassian is picturing the, this exact The exact same, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're mm-hmm. literally just thinking of each other. And of course, yep. they're far away. God. She moaned into her pillow as her fingers slid between her legs, instantly slippery where the wetness pooled there, which hadn't gone away since she'd been left standing in that hallway. Dude, you know, I don't like. I like, I'd be the same fucking way. Yeah, I would and too. Keep in mind, she's been tossing and turning for what felt like hours, but she kept replaying it and literally stayed wet. Yeah, not just wet, like slip wet, like, like slippery wet, yeah. like ready for action. Her hips arced into the touch, and she gritted her teeth, letting out a long hiss as she dragged her fingers down her aching, throbbing center. I'm always thinking of that look on your face. Now, I know they're on, like, different floors, if I recall, correct? Of the, like... Yeah. I think so. No, I think they're just... I still would be so paranoid, though. I don't even care if it was different floors or at the end of the hall. Like, I'd be so paranoid with the high faith hearing. Or yeah. or do you go straight, straight, like, torture and not care, knowing he can't hear you? I mean, Kinda I think I would hotter. do more of the Kinda teasing. I think I would... I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I would 1,000% do the teasing and be like, yeah. you're listening to this. Come and get it. Yep. She slid her fingers in deep, writhing at the intrusion, unable to stop seeing Cassian's face. That half-smile. Oh, you know his little half-smile smirk. Mm, I love a half-smile. That light in his eyes. Mm -hmm. The powerful body and beautiful wings. She withdrew her fingers nearly to their tips, and as she plunged them back in, it was Cassian's hand she pictured there, felt there. Cassian's other hand that rose to clasp her breasts, squeezing hard just the way she liked it. A sharp, slight edge of pain to heighten the pleasure. I'm telling you right now, she was made for Cassian then. Because you know, even before you get into it in this book, you know he likes it rough. You know he'd give it to you just how you need it. It was Cassian's hand she rode, biting her lip to keep her moaning contained. He heard. There's no way he Oh, he he fully knows what's going on. It was Cassian's hand that brought her over the edge and into a release so intense she nearly cried out. It was Cassian's hand that slid into her over and over again, release after release, until Nesta lay wrung out and panting upon the bed with only the darkness to hold her. This bitch didn't just get off once. She kept going because she was so fucking hot for him. Yep. Damn. I just gotta- I love- Also, I just fucking love that SJM put, like, a female masturbation scene in a book. Yeah. 
like in a good one like this is hot this is it's a good it's a good scene yeah yeah like damn and I love that it like it's the one I mean she's obviously like picturing him too but that one line is what really keeps her going yep I, I'm always thinking of that look on your face like and she knows what damn. he's doing too so 100% oh that's the oh my god that's even yeah it's like that she, image that image of him sitting in bed with his wing, wing split like splayed mm-hmm. and like pumping himself and like oh god damn dude those like his arms oh oh those like you know those like fo- his forearms are mm-hmm. glorious. Yeah, just like a little bit sweat. Mm. Need a little bit of a cold shower now myself. Yeah, I really do. I really do. <laughs> I really do. Um, yeah, yeah, really do though. Um, also, if anybody wants to make that not safe for work art of him Dude, in his bed, that'd be pretty good. Himself, yeah. Honestly, I'd probably frame it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> not gonna lie. I don't Ian might have problems with it, but sucks to suck, homie. Um, fuck. God, I can't wait till we get to the smut, like, with them. Yeah, I know. Fucking Nessie and smut is yes, top tier. Yes, I agree. <sighs> okay. Uh, so now that I've, like, fanned myself down a little bit, uh, what, what are we currently reading? So, um... I, uh, let's see, I read Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlton. Uh, you might recall I read ha- uh, Haunting a- um, Adeline and um, Hunting Adeline. Adeline? I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Um, H.D. Carlton is all about, like, dark, fucked up romance. Uh, and I'm fucking here for it. Literally, the, like, also, it's definitely, as Mad says, uh, QFSR, like, quick fuck, uh, slow romance. Uh it's like instant attraction and then it goes to like hate to lovers it's so good it's also like kind of a thriller and like super fucking creepy um i it's so good so good i need the i have like so fucking good um and then a quick 180 uh i read lover or loser by tessa bailey which is like a cute little oh is that, i've seen that around <laughs> it's like yeah the marriage boot camp yeah, basically yeah, yeah. Where, like should I, yeah yeah um, it's super cute. Uh, it's, it's Tessa Bailey, guys. So, like, she doesn't, she doesn't miss. Like, her characters are always super cute. The banter, the, the connection. Um, it's really cute. I did not realize, though, that it's book two in, like, kind of a connected series where, like, it's a group of friends. So, like, it's each book is a oh, different, it's a different uh, like, okay. couple. Interesting. This is book two. And for some reason, I thought it was book one. So, there were some things that, like, as I read, I was like, oh, shit. So, you but pulled the a Madison? One is, like, I didn't shut the fuck up. Don't put that on me. I did not read the 34th book in a series and then wonder why I couldn't understand things. That is completely different. Um, I think the first one is Fix Her Up. Uh, it's the Hot and Hammered series. Hang on. Let me let me double check which one's the first one before I misinform you. Yeah. Fix Her Up. And then Lover or Loser is what I read. And then there's Tools of Engagement, which uh, I own Tools of Engagement. And I thought I owned Fix Her Up, but I don't. So I need to go get Fix Her Up to read before I read the third one because I just, it'll bother yes, me. Yes, I, I agree. That's a good, that's a good way to do. Yeah. Um, and then I am reading uh, A Broken Blade by Melissa Blair. Um, it's, I think it's new adult fantasy. Um, it's book one in the Halfling Saga. Yeah, I don't know when book two is coming out and I'm almost done with the first book. So I did that to myself. I understand. Um, but this is the one, if you guys remember, like last year, um, this book was anonymously published and it was sent to like certain like um, influencers, like certain book talkers, certain bookstagrammers anonymously. And then there was like a social media campaign of like, figure out who I am. Like, Damn, that's it was cool. really cool. That's really yeah, like, good. A note and everything. 
Yeah, yeah. It also helps that the book is fucking dope. Yeah. Um, it's super cool. Uh, very, very heavy, fa- uh, heavy fantasy. Um, you've got uh, dark fae, uh, mentions of light fae. There's elves, there's halflings, there's mortals, but some mortals can live long. Like, it's a whole thing. It's very, very cool. It definitely um, reminds me of quite a few other, like, fantasy books that I've read. And it kind of pulls, like, from all of, like, you get, like, a lot of different tropes. Not pulls from, I'm not trying to say that, but, like, a lot of different things mixed in. Um, and I'm like, like I said, I think I'm like 75% of the way through that. I'm really, really liking that. Um, I just started a uh, disciplinary action, but only James fucking love only James. Um, that book is hot AF right from the start, bro. Like you think I need a cold shower now? I like need to just take an ice bath with that book. (laughs) So good. Probably need to read it in an ice bath. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm reading that as well. So those are two, I actually have two, those are two physical books right now going. I know, but it's because I don't have any Kindle books going right now, but I am starting um, These Vile Secrets by C.E. Ritchie. So if you remember the Rivers of Rain duet, um, this is a character from that duet, and it's an enemies to lovers. It's actually book one of five of the Enclave series, and it's kind of the same thing where um, I was kind of like Tessa's Bailey's, but like obviously very different vibes um where each book will be a different person gotcha is my understanding i i'm starting the first book in the series um very dark romance again um i'm very excited uh a couple other people like morgan um all of us like me mads jenna morgan shannon and i feel like a couple others have read the rivers of rain duet um if you guys recall i talked about it last week where i was very very upset because they did not tell me that it was you know a do like that how the duet was the first one um, yep. but Morgan has read these vile secrets, um, and she fucking loved it. So I'm really excited. Um, I think Mads, Jenna, Shannon, and I are all going to start that kind of do like a Kindle, like buddy read for it, uh, in the next like couple days. And then, um, I have to shout out the bookmates pod, uh, which is Morgan and Jenna. They did an episode today on him by L. Kenny and Serena, uh, Bowen. And I kind of pulled a Caitlin and I actually listened to the full episode. I haven't read the book, but I listened to the full episode <laughs> even with the spoilers. And the reason is because I was getting my nails done. And um, this sounds bad, but like the nail tech, I, I've been going to the same nail salon for quite a while. And like the two normal like nail techs I get weren't available. So I had a different nail tech and she's oh, she's very, she's kind of grumpy. She's very grumpy. Like she's mean. Um, And so I was like, she doesn't talk. Like she hates to talk. Like I mean, so like I just. Which I, I know, I understand. Like, normally, like, my, my other two nail techs can, like, tell, you know what I mean? Like, you can usually tell if somebody wants to talk yeah. or not. But, like, um, but, like, I don't know. She, she, she always just seems really grumpy. I always, I feel kind of bad because I'm always like, are you okay? But, um, so I was like, oh, okay. So I put AirPods in, but then I realized I don't have any audiobooks downloaded and I didn't have any podcasts to listen to except the recent episode for Bookmates Pod. So you just got to listen to the spoilers. I know, but I wasn't going to listen to it because I knew I was going to read this book. But then I was like, yeah, no, because like I, I do dip. So it takes yeah, like an hour or so. so like, yeah. And I listened and they killed it. But also it just makes me more and more excited. So I'm definitely going to be starting. Um, See, that's that why episode, sometimes you have to read the spoils. Shut up. Hey, <laughs> shut up. I was going to read it without it. Don't don't endorse this. Um, And so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Um, Caitlin, what have you been reading? So I just finished up my serial killer book. Um. Of course, of course. Is anybody fucking surprised that that sentence? Just yeah, came out uh, I finished my serial killer book, American Predator. It took a little bit longer because it is a physical book, and uh, I'm not gonna lie. The times I usually read now are when I'm at the pool, and I don't necessarily want to bring my books to the pool. Um, but that's fair. That's fair. 
So finished that great ending, really good. I love that. It literally took all of the police notes and the documentations and everything and put it into a story, but it was still extremely factual. Um, Mm -hmm. then I finished, I'm reading right now. So I talked to one of my really good friends and she's a big suspense person and, um, she got me into Riley Sage. So I'm currently reading final girls, which she said is one of her favorites. Um, it's pretty much, (laughs) wow. Shocking. It has to do with some killers. Um, it's pretty much these, these three girls that were kind of like, they were all left at the scene of murders like mass murders by themselves like they were the three girl like they were the only girl left like so but they're all different different murders um but they're all together um like they come together because they're known in the media as the final girls um again it was all like three it was three separate murders with three separate people like they no, the murders have no connection to each other except they were the only people left um the only survivors and so okay. it's kind of like a little bit of like a background because one of them gets murdered and that's kind of what you have, like what we're, you're reading oh, for. Okay, okay. Yeah, and yeah. then of course, um, I finally fucking, so one of my good friends um, had the book, The Paris Apartment. And I literally have by Lucy Folly, which was going around on like TikTok and Instagram yeah. like a few months. Honestly, I feel like it was almost a year ago. Um, and I finally got my hands. Like, it wasn't that, it wasn't that long. Was don't it? worry. Cause I got the, I, I think I have it from a book. Of okay. The month. So I literally, so it was a decent yeah. while, but it wasn't. So it was really funny. So she gave it to her boyfriend because her boyfriend lives in my apartment and he finally gave it to me. Um, so, <laughs> so I finally had my hands on that and I've just started it and I really like it so far. Uh, but I'm a big Lucy Folly okay. person in general. Um, so I like a lot of, I've her- heard good things that hers are like, thrillers, yes, hers like, are, mystery. yeah, hers yeah. are really good ones. Um, but those are the two books that I'm reading. Of course, again, a complete and opposite switch from what Blake is reading. <laughs> yeah. Although you do need to read uh, Repsodic for uh, book club. Oh, yes. One for August. Yes. You'll like that. It's 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 very smutty, but the magic system, like, it's it's pretty cool. You'll like it. And there's a there's an overarching, like, mystery that's, like, creepy. So you'll like okay. it. Okay, fine. You'll like it. You'll like it. Trust me. Um... All right. So, oh, social media. Okay. I won't fuck it up this time. I fucked it up Don't real bad up. last time. Okay. Guys, you know the drill. Subscribe, review, like, share. Um, It's at ACOR. Oh, fuck me. Damn it. A-C-O-T-A-R podcast. Jesus Christ. Why is that so hard? A-C-O-T-A-R podcast. Boom. Okay. There we go. Um, You know, the, like I said, uh, subscribe, review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen. Um, If you're on Instagram, follow us, you know, shares are appreciated as are just messages. Like reach out. We love to hear from you guys. Um, Check out Mads's Lace, uh, Lace and Lit uh, account on Instagram. And then if you guys follow um the podcast and, and, or, or both, I would hope uh, Lace and Lit, be sure to follow us on TikTok as well. Um, not to like toot my own horn. I tend to get really self-entertained by some of my TikToks. So like, you know, I'm just saying. Um, and Mads does some dope ass, like her reels from Instagram. You can um, see those on their glory on TikTok as well. Like there's, she, she does like, she's gotten them down to a T. Um, so uh, be sure to follow us there as well. Um, so our social media shout out uh, this week goes to bookish.illustrations. Um, she is, I think a relatively uh, newer account and she is an artist. She does a lot of oil paintings and guys, one, she did an, a painting of Pharaoh with paint all over her, like chapter 55 style. Beautiful. Damn. Absolutely beautiful. The colors and like the fair, the fa- like it's so good. It's beautiful, but 
She also was inspired, if you guys remember, um, in Aka War, when we were introduced to Braxis, my darling of darkness, I asked, I was like, does anybody have any fan art? Because, like, the description is one of those, like, old and young, like, ancient, non-ancient, you know, it's, like, very difficult and hard to, like, and especially knowing Braxis, yeah. like, what what it is, is hard to conceptualize. And she made this gorgeous painting of Braxis, like, standing behind Pharaoh, right, with the deal, like, the bargain and stuff. And it is so cool and so good. And I really, really appreciate, like, guys, when I say, like, hey, does anybody have fan art? I'm not fucking, like, it's not an empty question. Like, please. Send them. Yes. Send them. Create them. Y'all are more talented than I will ever be. Um, But it was was gorgeous. So pretty. I'm so excited to see, like, uh, what what, what is next in this painting series. Um... And then for our Patreon, um, Allison, uh, Wicked underscore Reader underscore is her uh, bookstagram that she started. Um, wanted to shout her out. She's always sending um, just really good um, reels, TikToks, things like that on the Discord channel. And uh, she was super, super fun uh, to talk to at July Book Club. And her personal bookstagram, again, it's Wicked underscore Reader underscore gorgeous today she did a reel for um we're recording this early guys just because this will like probably confuse people um she did a reel for hades and persephone like for a touch of darkness and stuff this reel was chef's kiss so good when people do like the aesthetics you know what i mean like the aesthetics reel i like for the i mads can handle that i can't i can't and like people make them so beautiful they find the perfect music and everything like it's sheer talent um and then i wanted to remind people too our um august book club book uh the book as i just mentioned to caitlin it's rhapsodic by um laura talas uh talasa i'm sorry i say this wrong every time um and that's uh gonna be later this month uh so you have plenty of time to read it it is a it's not like crazy crazy long um and we'll get dates up for august for our uh book club and above patrons uh probably within the next week or so um so you do have plenty of time to join and remember every level of our patreon gets um access to the bonus episodes one actually dropped we're recording this on a wednesday one actually dropped today where um it's another uh mads and i are just like shooting the shit and i know i know people really like those um so definitely check that out if you're interested and um with that guys uh we hope you have a great week uh we'll be back on wednesday with uh crown of midnight yeah. yes yeah. yeah caitlin yeah next week yeah yeah crown of midnight um and then also uh, keep stay t- uh, stay tuned for some other uh, really cool extra uh, bonus episodes we've got coming your way as well. And so we have we hope you have a great week. And as always, cheers to our high fae bays. Bye.